0: Hello, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. As we continue on with our discussion of Psalm 119, we will start our, this is what, our 12th um, section with verses 89 through 96 and they read your word lord stands firm in heaven forever your faithfulness extends from one generation to the next you set the earth firmly in place and it stands there your rules endure this day because everything serves you If your instructions hadn't been my delight, I would have died because of my suffering. I will never forget your precepts because through them you gave me life again. I am yours. Save me because I pursue your precepts. The wicked wait for me, wanting to kill me, but I'm studying your laws. I have seen that everything, no matter how perfect, has a limit, but your commandment is boundless. If you recall, yesterday our psalmist was lamenting. He cried out for for help wanting God to rescue him from those who taunted him. Today he follows that lament with what can be looked upon as self-encouragement. Notice that he returns to what he knows to be true and steady, which is God's word. The instruction that he seeks counsel in, the precepts that reveal who God is to him this is what he falls back to. Verse 89 affirms where God's word stands for him that it is unchanging. In verse 90 he speaks to God's faithfulness that is extended to generations. And this verse gives us insight into our psalmist what he knows about God and the promise he referred to in previous sections. This statement reveals that the psalmist understands that although he may not see the fulfillment of the promise that other generations will and this is profound because it shows how deep his faith is and that is this is what looking past our circumstances and seeing God is to look like you see here he's exiled at least that's what we think and there appears to be no rescue You know, they're under the Babylonian rule. And they were under this rule for 70 years, the children of Israel were. So it is possible that he would not see the reunification back to their homeland. He doesn't know this. like He didn't know that it was going to last 70 years. He could be in year 10, for all we know. Or he could be in year 70 or 69. Yet, he knew that one day, the promise would be fulfilled that one day they would be released from captivity and they'd be able to go back to their homeland. This, my dear sisters and brothers, is what walking by faith and not by sight, looks like. Key. Another key verse in this section is found in verse 96, where it says, "I've seen that everyth- I've seen that everything, no matter how perfect, has a limit, but your commandment is boundless. I think it's funny that he thinks that he's seen everything in a way. And there's, there's no way that any of us can see everything, right? But we understand what he means. You know, when you've lived long enough, you see life's patterns. Life has a pattern and a rhythm, and a rhythm to it. The Bible tells us that to everything, there's a season, a time to plant, a time to harvest, a time to pull up, you know, there's a pattern of life and that pattern does not change. So we can attest to seeing everything in this respect. And although it may appear to be perfect, it is not. Nothing is perfect and everything has its limit. This statement, to me, is a rephrasing of a previous section where he cautioned us not to put our trust in things and not to become greedy with what the world offers, which were found in verses thirty six and thirty seven. This is because they're never totally satisfied, they'll never totally satisfy us because they're limited. <laughs> That's why you can't put your trust in that kind of stuff. They're going to eventually go away. They're going lose to their, lose their shine and their appeal. And then we'll try to go grasp some other shiny object. However, God's word will never be diminished. It is perfect and limitless. The psalmist is so intent on learning and growing in God's precepts, um, precepts right? Because this is the steady foundation that he needs to live. And he states that you've saved me. It's through God's word that provides that reassurance. And it's the same for us. God is the consistent that we can place our trust in. His word is the foundation that helps us grow in a deeper understanding of him. The more we grow in him, the less offended or shocked we are when things of this world revere their Im- reveal their imperfections because everything has a limit, including you and me. I am not perfect. And this may be a newsflash to some of you. I hope not, but you're not perfect either. (laughs) I hope I haven't offended any of you out there, but you're not. We are all flawed individuals. Therefore, let us be gracious to one another. Paul um, stresses that to some of the churches in the New Testament. Peter does as well to be gracious, to be kind to one another because we are flawed creatures. In your season of caring for your loved one, be gracious to others, whether they're gracious to you or not. But also be gracious to yourself. There will be days when you do everything right things are clicking and popping and uh, you're on top of the world. And then there'll be those things, days when everything is going wrong and you're doing everything wrong and you're really frustrated, and it's okay because you're imperfect and you live in an imperfect world. Don't beat yourself up about it. And don't allow anyone else to berate you because although you may be imperfect, you're still the daughter or son of the most high God. Learning to walk in his word and learning to allow that to be your solid, firm foundation is a growing process for all of us. We never come to um, fully grasp it because the word is so rich that every time we read it, it can touch a different aspect of our hearts that allow us to grow more and more. But as we continue to seek God and to learn more of him, We build that solid foundation of trust and we learn to walk by faith and not by sight. So don't don't allow this season of caregiving to make you think any less of God. He doesn't think any less of you. This is just a season that he wants to draw you closer to him. And so allow him to do that. Father, we thank you for being a God who is perfect, who has given us your word, which is perfect. That helps us understand you more and more. Help us to acknowledge that we aren't perfect and to allow our to give ourselves permission, Lord, to be gracious to other people, but also to ourselves, especially as caregivers, as we want to do everything right because the health care of our loved ones depend upon it. But because we're imperfect, that won't always be the case. Because people who are also assisting us in this caregiving journey, the doctors, the healthcare care professionals, the people who are helping us with insurance and I can go on and on, they're also imperfect. So they're going to make mistakes as well. And some of those mistakes that they make will be very crucial and detrimental Help us to extend grace to them as you extend grace to us and as you forgive us of our sins. Help us to bring it to you and then allow you to correct it to work out for our good. Help us to not put so much of our heart into things of this world. Yes, you died that we would have life and have it more abundantly and you allow us to enjoy the pleasures of this world, but they do have their limits and help us to realize that help us to prioritize you and your word and the things of the kingdom of more value than what we value the things of this world help us to walk by faith and not by sight Lord and bless our loved ones that they are free from pain and that our caring for them brings them comfort and joy. This we ask in the name of Jesus, our Savior, we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.